It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your good podcasts from. We are in the middle of our working week. A Wednesday today, the 20th day for September. And if you're looking at property in Queensland at the moment, I saw the priciest property sale in southeast Queensland occurred at an auction in New Farm in Brisbane the other day. Now, if you ever need a barometer for just how well things are going in the property market in Brisbane, this particular property sold for nearly $4 million, $3.85 million. It consisted of a partly demolished house on a 434-square-metre lot with a 300-square-metre vacant land parcel. And the sale was conducted as a mortgagee sale. So if you look at the new farm median house price, that increased by 2.7% during the June quarter, and it's now reached 2.3 million. That's according to domain data. And over the last five years, the suburb has seen a 36.8% price rise in the inner northern region of Brisbane, bordered by the river. So you are doing pretty well if you live in New Farm. And joining us right now is Varsha Daswani, the principal from SAI Real Estate Group. And good morning, Varsha. That's a testament, isn't it, to just how well the Brisbane market is going? Good morning, Craig. Yeah, 100%. I'm just looking at it now and you're very right in saying that 2.3 million is the median house price in New Farm. If you look at five years back, it was around 1.4 million. So that just shows how the market has actually grown in like five years time. And there are about only 35 properties that have just been sold in the last 12 months. And that really shows that how much demand there is from the buyers and how less the stock is at the Yeah, I remember sort of walking around New Farm back in 2008 thinking, gee, this is a really lovely little neighbourhood. Boy, you compare the prices back to 2008 and it's even cheaper. Yeah, 100%. Yes, it has changed so much in the last couple of years. Now, Malula Bar, we're going to be having a look at Malula Bar once again. You obviously are very active there in Brisbane, but also on the Sunshine Coast. You know, the, the waterfront living, it's very appealing. Yeah, water is, is always going to be one of the most attractive feature that will attract a lot of buyers. And that's what's happening right now. And a lot of interstate buyers are actually moving to sunny coast just because of the very fact that it's so close to water and the beach. And it's all about the lifestyle at the end of the day. All right, so we'll go to Malulabar in just a moment with Varsha when we come back after this. We dive deep into topics like buying, selling, investing and maximising your property's value. From mortgage advice to the latest property data and trending numbers, your real estate journey starts here. And right now it is time for another 30-second property tip as we go to Darwin once again and to Stewie up there. Good morning, Stewie. What have you got for us this morning? 
Yeah, good morning. This uh, property tip is for buyers. You know, when you search on realestate.com, the default setting is from most relevant or newest. Now, there can be some bargains. If you change the filter to oldest properties first, you can find some that have long days on market. The vendor situations change. They then become, you know, more negotiable. And quite often, you know, there are some bargains lurking um, down in that old section on realestate.com. Yes, that's a good one because that is buyer fatigue and that's a real thing, isn't it? I mean, somebody that's had a property listed for maybe over 90 days, suddenly there's a a new price range. 100%, you know, a lot of these properties have been either incorrectly marketed or, you know, the vendor went to market above market value and has slowly chased the market down. And quite often, you know, if that vendor has had a change in situation or become more motivated, there's very little buying energy happening around that property. You've got a motivated seller, not many other buyers involved, and you know there can be some good buying opportunities there. Get insider tips from industry professionals and level up your real estate game by unlocking the secrets of successful real estate transactions. Well, we know that spring is traditionally a very busy time for the property market in Australia with experts predicting a strong season ahead. But what is the data telling us? Well, data from PropTrack is indicating an increase in sellers listing their properties in July and August, especially in Sydney and Melbourne. Despite though this increase, new listings are struggling. Yes, struggling to keep pace with growing buyer demand across several capital cities. National property values have continued to rise, reaching record highs in Brisbane, Adelaide and Perth due to a shortage of homes on the market. And the property experts are suggesting that Sydney's property market may see a longer spring season, which is interesting, while Melbourne could experience more listings but potentially flat prices. What's happening in Brisbane? Well, that continues to face a scarcity of listings with high demand in areas like West End, Chapel Hill, Paddington, Clayfield and Ashgrove. And what is happening across the other side in Perth? Well, the Perth property market remains constrained by, yes, you guessed it, a shortage of stock causing prices to rise and buyers are advised to be patient. Yes, be patient and flexible with your property search. So a little bit of a mixed bag, but I do concur. I think it is going to be a long spring season. If you're turning a year older today for September the 20th, many happy returns. And Christian Saratos is turning 33. You might remember her from the series Walking Dead. Sophia Lorin, now she is turning 89. And Sandy the Builder in Perth, a listener of the Real Estate Breakfast. Sandy, good morning to you, turning 44. And lots of love from your wife this morning, Kathy. Kathy. 
It's the main Centre forecast. And around the country, let's have a look at the weather words. Sydney, brace yourself. It is going to be a scorcher of a day, hitting 34 on the mercury. Sunny and look out for those windy conditions. Melbourne expecting pieces of fine weather, but a chance of rain. 17 is your forecast high. Brisbane, beautiful, 29 degrees, blue skies. And in Perth, should be mainly fine, a little bit of cloud cover, and your high today, 22. Unlock the secrets of real estate and stay informed about the latest real estate buzz with hot market trends, emerging suburbs and hidden gems. And I don't think there is much secret to the fact that I do like smaller communities to live in, especially water coastal areas like we were just talking about before the break. And one of my big regrets, and you might have heard me talking about this before, was not buying an apartment in Runaway Bay a few years ago. And, you know, back then there wasn't any rush of buyers, but the owners, they were in a rush to sell and sell quickly. And it came with furniture and a marina berth. So that really hurt. And another hot spot is the Sunshine Coast. And we are back with Varsha Daswani, the principal from SAI Real Estate Group. And just before the break, Varsha, we were talking about Malula Bar. It is a hot spot in the market at the moment. Yeah, it sure is. And like the market in Malulba is like really strong and it's very high in demand and especially from interstate buyers again, just because of the very fact that we were talking about before that it's all about the lifestyle. Like 1.4 million is the median house price there and the growth rate has been about 7.9% and only 52 properties have been sold in the past 12 months and there are about 1,620 active buyers currently looking to buy just in Malulba. So the demand is really, really high there and it's a really hot suburb at the moment. No doubt about it, Malula Bar is uh, going off and buying a residential property and a commercial property in Australia, now that involves distinct considerations. Residential properties are typically for personal use, offering uh, potential for capital growth and rental income. They're governed by residential tenancy laws and lending criteria may be more lenient. Conversely though, commercial properties for business purposes provide rental income from tenants. They offer potentially higher returns but do come at times with greater risks and complex leases. Commercial investments do require a deeper understanding of the market, dynamics and tenant management, all of that stuff. So Vashi, you deal in the commercial property space. So what is looking good to you at the moment? commercial property is really high in demand and especially with investors they are always looking at something with great returns so even though there is high interest rates the investors consistently seek exposure in assets that are retail and are like healthcare with stable and long-term leases in place for example there was a shopping center on the south side of Brisbane that was recently sold and had about six percent yield with like 10 years lease in place so that's something that's very stable and it's very very attractive to investors in the in the current financial landscape 
And there are many interstate buyers from New South Wales and Victoria who, when they decide to look at moving into Queensland, ask themselves, should I go to Brisbane or should I go to the Sunshine Coast? What a hard decision that is. Many things to to weigh up. There was a time when the Sunshine Coast was obviously a lot cheaper than Brisbane. That has quickly changed since COVID turned up unannounced. The question for a lot of people might be this morning, is investing in the Sunshine Coast property a good bet compared to Brisbane? What do you think, Varsha? I think it's it's the best move that people can can make at this point in time and especially like Sunny Coast marked a record annual growth rate as high as 32.3% uh, which surpassed the record growth that was observed in Brisbane property market which which was 30.27% and Sydney was about 22.36% and Melbourne which so only um, 12.55% growth. So if you look at it, it actually surpassed the growth of the metro cities as well. So Sunny Coast, I think, is the best move and that people and buyers from interstate especially are making it right now. Okay, so those are some considerations people can factor in when thinking about buying and moving. How does, do you think, the cost of living compare between the two, between Brisbane and the Sunshine Coast? Between Brisbane and Sunny Coast, the consumer prices in Sunny Coast are about 17.4% lower compared to Brisbane without rent. And consumer prices, including rent in Sunny Coast, are about 20.3% lower than in Brisbane. And the rent prices in Sunny Coast are about 24.6% lower than in Brisbane. And like the overall cost of living, if you think about it, it's about 20% lower in Brisbane. And hence why it's much more affordable to live in sunny coast and the market is really looking really strong in terms of you know buying so in 10 years time when the olympics is there like it's it will be really hard to get into even the sunny coast market all right well you enjoy your day there on the sunshine coast varsha you're giving people something to think about particularly around the the cost of living and some of those breakdowns enjoy your day thank you you too don't navigate the real estate market alone let us help guide you in the world of real estate every day make better informed decisions with the latest news and insights we connect you to the best real estate information across australia the real estate podcast 